Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and welcome to living your juiciest life ever. This is a place where you can get healthy and helpful tips on a weekly basis with many short solo casts. And then we have amazing conversations with women that are living from their juiciest life ever, where they got tired of putting themselves last. And now they put themselves first to live from a full cup, a cup that runneth over. So love and joy and expression come from that fullness, not from that empty place, so that they can bring inspiration into your life to say, hey, you can do this too. So welcome, Sophia. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for having me. I am very excited for our conversation. And I just want to share with the listeners a little tiny taste of information for them to know who you are. She is a transformational life coach. She's a wisdom mentor. And you will learn more about that as we go along. Sophia actually comes from, she's going to share her story with you. And she came from carrying too much weight. Now, this would just not just be in a physical place, but also in that emotional and mental space. And that would, by shifting that place within her, she was able to, as a result, lose the weight physically, mentally, and emotionally, and to step into a new place, a new life to make a difference in other people's lives and to carry her wisdom and her transformation to help other people transform. She has uh, been a homeschool teacher, which really needs to be said because that's a huge job for 20 years. And Sophia, when I met you, there's no way I'm going, she's telling me how long she's done things. And I'm like, I had no idea. I thought you were so much younger than that, but maybe you started when you were five. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so welcome, Sophia. And, uh, and we are off to the races. So let's be, so I would love to, <laughs> I'd love to start off with an explosive, a big question that actually arose uh, when I was reading some things on your information. And you came from a place of being desperate to master your life. You felt out of control, that you didn't have a choice, and you were living life on someone else's terms. Whose terms were those? Um, I would have to say, like other people, my family, um, whatever the expectations were of me that I would, you know, live up to live up to them. Um, And it just seemed like everybody else was, you know, in this place of conducting and I wasn't in that space of conducting my life. So that was um, why I felt so out of control and, um, you know, and desperate to master my life. So my whole thing started from the time I was like a little girl and I was a teenager. I came from Jamaica and then I was here and I started experiencing a whole nother life. Um, and with all different you know, challenges and and those kind of things, ups and downs. And so I started struggling with my weight and I didn't really 
realize at the time I just thought, okay, I'm eating too much. I just needed to, you know, cut that out. And, you know, and so I would go on different diets and different, you know, different things that I would do different diets, diet pills, all this kind of stuff, just back and forth. And that continued all the way up until I was an adult. And so I would lose that same 50 pounds, you know, every time. So I call it going around the mountain, thinking I'm making forward movement, but not really making the progress that I needed. Trying to change from the outside in as opposed to the inside out. Yeah. So that's <laughs> that struggle with having master being the master of your life. What kinds of things did you really feel um, compressed about that you were being really pushed into? Um, I think like I was I saw myself as this person who um, looked different, felt different, was living a different kind of life, but I couldn't bring the, you know, let's say the outer world and the inner world to connect, to make that a reality. So that was, you know, so, so that was like, you know, I had this vision um, and then I had this reality and I was just like, how do I make, you know, and then at one point, because you're running on autopilot, I don't really see that I have a choice. I just think that I need to keep going the way I need to keep going. Because you got, yes, it was kind of like you get got got used to that kind yeah. of thing. Well, maybe this is who I'm supposed to be. Right, right. right? And, and so, that inner vision yeah. was the thing that was out of sync. It wasn't right. the, the outer reality that was out of sync. Yeah. So, so, you know, um, I had to, to find a way, cause I was going to, I had to find a way to get up and over the mountain and get to the other side. And so that was um, part of my process in when I, you know, I signed up for the gastric bypass and I was like, okay, I'm waiting, I'm waiting, I'm waiting. Six months go by, I'm still waiting for my surgery date. And I'm thinking, you know, if I had done something before now, then I would have made some progress, at least some progress. Um, and so I was just, you know, sitting down and thinking about that when, you know, I had this revelation, <laughs> you know, I, I called it my breakthrough light bulb moment where I read the quote that says, beloved, I wish above all things that thou would prosper and be in health, even as thy soul prosper. So when the word soul spoke to me for the very, like the, like, it was like, almost like a new thing. And I was just like, oh, how can I prosper my soul? What's my soul? How is that related to, you know, causing my inner world and my outer world to reflect the same? So, so that started my journey into self-discovery and into self-mastery. So how did you... When, when you're, when you're, when you were reading that, that quote, um, what, what was your soul's prosperity? What did you discover? Well, I discovered that I needed to be in a different place. I needed to um, start having the right thinking, the right feeling, um, the right believing. I realized that I was eating my feelings 
that was what I was doing. I was emotionally eating. I was like stuffing down things. I would, I would get upset. I, I just had this like so much revelation. If I got upset, I would say, okay, my choice would be, let me get a bowl of cereal. <laughs> let me get, you know, get a brownie pie. That was one of the things that, that I went to. And I would eat that and I would, you know, there's a way that the crunching noises and the sound and everything. And then I would actually like sedate you almost into this place. And, you know, you'd say, okay, I'm over it now, but you're not, it's just suppressed. And so I, it, all of it needed to be revisited. All of it needed to be cleared up. I learned to have self-love and that self-compassion for myself to empathize with, you know, the things that I had gone through, the emotions that I was feeling, and then really be able to come out on the other end with the kindness. So I usually, I tell people, I said, there's a difference between self-love and self-care. And they're like, oh, there's not a difference. They're, they're the, both the same thing. And I'm like, no, 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 there's a difference. And I said, self-love, you know, self-care is born from self-love. And the reason why I say mm -hmm. that is because I did self-care. I did make sure that, you know, I took the time to take a bath and, you know, I, I went for walks or, you know, I try to eat healthily and I do those things. And those are part of your self-care. I would exercise. Um, and so that still was outside of myself. What I needed to do is to do the internal work of having that compassion for myself, of really being my own best friend, you know, of treating myself like a small child. So all of that learning, I was able to, you know, get to that place where I have big girl Sophia and baby girl Sophia. And so, you know, I made the, the reference like big girl Sophia now has to take care of baby girl Sophia. And so being, having that whole friendship and relationship, I was able to discover that love for myself, that compassion, that warmth, the kindness, you know, and then be willing to explore my emotions and give them freedom, you know, and give myself the permission to really say what I wanted and needed. That's amazing. So did you do that when you were still, uh, when you were a teenager, did you begin that journey or had you no. moved out of the house by that point in time and you were on yes. your own? Yes, yes, yes. So, so yeah, I, um, a lot of that happened in, um, in, in later years. And, and part of the thing was, you know, I wanted to be able to be a better like parent for my children. Um, and I, and so that was part of my, I have to figure this out. Um, you know, I don't want to pass on anything, you know, to my children. Cause it was, it was like, you know, this real struggle that I was experiencing. And I was just like, I don't want to pass that on. Um, so I wanted to do the work. And even like the other day, my, my friend, uh, my daughter was saying something and she says, um, we were talking about somebody and their relationship with their mother and how they were challenged um, and things were happening. And she's like, well, at least you don't have those kind of problems. <laughs> and, I was just like, <laughs> and I was just like, the whole idea is that you work on yourself. And in working on yourself, it becomes this journey of transformation and mastery, but it's always ongoing because you discover new avenues about yourself. You don't you ever arrive. No, 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 no. <laughs> we, we started, we started at that place of good and we can go from good to great and even from glory to glory, but we, we never arrived. You know, we still always on that journey. Yeah, because it's, it's, it's easy to, uh, 
you know, it's like, okay, well, I've arrived now. And then you kind of go back, right? You could let things go. Whereas if you're always looking at, you know, how can I, um, how can I move to the next place? Because as we, as we grow, we make space for, if you have children, for your children to grow into, for other people, your clients to grow into as a transformational coach. Right. And you're always yeah. evolving and, and learning. Yeah, so, definitely. So the emotional weight that you were carrying was that you didn't f- fit? Yes, yes, yes. So my um, my brand and my brand logo is a swan. And so I would tell the story of, you know, like I felt like the ugly duckling, Um you know, really in that space of wanting to belong and trying to find your different places. And it's like, you're not like the barn animals. You're not like the other ducks. You're not like, you know, and then, you know, you're bigger, you're, you're different. Um, And so to really step into that place of of finding your own voice of finding, you know, your, yourself and and really belonging um, to, to where you belong first to yourself. Um, And I think that is something that we don't always get, you know, and that's why we put other things, you know, as priority in front of ourselves, because we don't always get to that place of belonging to ourselves first, before we can belong to another tribe or some other, um, you know, group or something like that, you know. I love the line that you just used, belonging to ourselves first. So that you can, again, step into that new place of self-love. Yeah. Um, on, it's like an honoring thing. Yes. Right? And yes. so there's this fine line, right? And, and I'm sure that on your journey, it was like the battle. Because we're taught on one hand, it's like, be humble, be grateful for what you have. Da, 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 and we can interpret that mm-hmm. in yes. a completely different way. And so then we think that we are the really common thing for women is that we are not enough. Right. Right. And that other people know better. So as in your situation, the incongruency, and I can relate to that, the incongruency between what was going on in the outside world and how you felt on the inside, the ugly duckling and the swan thing and the incongruency that was happening and kept happening. So the behavior on the outside was completely incongruent. So that must have been a really um, an interesting journey because it yes. would have been a, like there would have been a battle there for a while. Yes, yes, yes. I mean, it was it was totally, um, you know, like I said, and I think that was why, like I would go through these process of trying to accept myself. That's that's like one of the things. And I would say, OK, OK, I'm going to accept myself. At one point, I, I said, you know, maybe God made some people to be fat and some people to be skinny. And so I was just made to be fat. So I'm going to accept myself as a fat person and I'm going to wear the things, you know, so I, I my friend was um, this African girl. And she had these big, you know, um, I don't know, Afghan, Kaftan, I think it's called. Yeah, Afghans and stuff. And so she gave me some of those. And I was just, I tried my very best to wear that um, and said, okay, I'm not going to be detached to the, uh, you know, attached to the physical and everything. So I'm going to just, you know, wear this kind of stuff. But it, it never, um, 
never worked. Um, so I would always have this, I've come back to this place of, this is not who we are. You know, we have to see ourselves differently. Um, and so, because I had this small, curvier girl in my vision of myself on the inside. So when people took pictures of me on the outside and showed me the picture, I would be like, no, that's not me. And they would be like, yes, that's you. And I was like, no, that's not me. And so, because that's not how I saw myself. Um, but I had to, you know, really, you know, work in being diligent. And so, this whole soul's prosperity, I mean, it was just this wonderful experience, you know, that happened to me that I was able to step into owning myself and in the owning of myself, owning of my thoughts, taking that responsibility um, for myself, realizing that I have a choice, that I can choose to be the person that I want to be, that I can choose to live the way that I want to live. And then really stepping into that so that way I can move my life forward. So I let go of the, the moo-moos and, and everything. And oh yeah, moo-moos. Yeah, that's right. That's what the name of the you know, I, yeah, I, yeah. you know, because yeah, I would I would wear the moo-moos and stuff, but I just never felt comfortable um, you know, wearing the moo-moos and you know, again trying painful. to fit into someone else's yes, it, vision it's like, of who it is that you are. Yeah, it was very painful. And, you know, it was just like the way I was shaped. I mean, it's just so much. Um, you know, I would get a lot of flack from people. Like there were times where I would arrive at that place. Like I would get this glimpse where I physically was the shape that I wanted. And, and then I was, you know, and then I would fit in. And then people would start saying different things about me. And then I would retreat. And I would step back again and, you know, before long, you know, things started happening and I would start gaining the weight again, or I would start partying. So I would, you know, three months out of the year, I would fast and I would eat fruits and vegetables and do like a cleanse and all of this stuff. And then after that, I would start what I called a party that would last until December again. <laughs> And next thing you know, I would gain back the weight and then some, and then I had to do the process over again. So come January, that was my resolution, you know, and so now that's no longer my resolution. I've changed resolutions over the years. Um, but for a long time, my resolution was always, you know, to lose weight and get healthy. Yeah. Right. And then so that was an external thing, losing yes. weight and getting healthy. Well, that's an, ex I, again, it's that. It's so interesting how we we think if I just change the behavior, mm -hmm. right? And it's yeah. not. It's it's right. not the habits. It's the internal. I need to see myself differently. And right. for you, you already have the internal vision. Yes. So there was like, hey, let me out. <laughs> let me out. <laughs> yeah. So so see when you talk about a battle. You know, there was battle in terms of my internal vision was this way. Like I would draw pictures. I had little pictures around the place or in my journal of how I thought I looked or mm -hmm. how I wanted to look. But then at the same time, being faced with the out external image and having to feel like, okay, this is what I need to do to let my external image be reflective of my internal image. Mm -hmm. So, so that was like this whole process that was, was happening, but it was always this like internal conflict going on because then, you know, the mirror would say something or the scale would say something. And it's like, those two didn't match up. 
Yeah. <laughs> Can we just get our stories straight here? Come on. Right. Exactly. <laughs> you know, so, so, so yeah, it was this, this whole goal to get the story straight, but I, I've gotten it straight now. <laughs> Do you remember when you saw that quote or that was a Bible, a Bible verse? Yes. 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 Yeah. When, um, what, like what, like what, what was the gift? Where did you see that? I have these little books that I call God's promises books. Um, and so, or that's the actual name they call God's promises books. And so I love the God's promises book. I would like always read that. And so they had like these different categories, um, and everything. And I found out too, that I think one of the things is just about in every category, there's always this same quote. Um, but I read it that one morning and, um, yeah, it just, I mean, it spoke to me for the first time. I mean, you know, that, that work. Yeah. It's like, I had read it so many times before. Cause like I said, I was, I would go through the God's promises book and then I would get it. It would be so used that it would tear up. Um, and you know, I would, you know, say, okay, I need to get a new one. So after a while, we bought a box, <laughs> you know, we just had a box. And then as I would share with people and come across people who I felt like could benefit, you know, I would share it with them. I would even share it with, um, with some of my clients. Um, you know, I was just like, this has been so helpful to me. I think you should try it, <laughs> you know, check it out and see, you know, where you're at. And so, um, but yeah, so that was, that was where I read that and it just, it spoke to me and I was just like elated because now I was finding the answer and there's been so many discoveries after that because even on that journey, when I started that, you know, finding my soul's prosperity, there's still always more to discover and more to discover and more to discover, you know, as we know, like, like I said before, transformation is ongoing. The peeling of the onion. Yes. <laughs> the many layers. Yes. Yes. So, so yeah. yeah, so definitely. It's very interesting when you brought that up where that you, you read this over and over and over again. Mm -hmm. I had this book that a friend gave me. It was a book called friendship with God mm -hmm. and she'd had it in her bathroom and uh, she she was my, my a friend and also my trainer. So I would meet her at her house. I would go and, use the washroom before we would get started. And I picked up this book and I'd open it. And every time I came over, I'd come running out of the bathroom and I'd go, you can't believe what I just read. Anyway, that book, I would open and just read whatever page was given to me. And for mm -hmm. 30 days, I read the same page. Wow. Do you think God had something to say to me? Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, he most certainly did. Yeah. So, so it's the breakthrough point. It's like, you know, he kept showing you that same phrase. Right. Right. You know, I, um, one of the things that I figured out is why people's affirmation doesn't work because that is like this whole other thing. Cause you're like, okay, you know, if people say you want to change your life, use these affirmations and you know, you repeat them to yourself. But what happens is when you're saying affirmations and there is not the feeling, there's not the believing, mm -hmm. there is not the certainty that you're going to have actually what you're saying. And so there's a disconnect between those two. So you have to be able to be at that place of 
believing that this is my reality. And I think what we do is like, can we kind of just jump on the bandwagon? It's something to do. You know, it's like you have to, um, you know, find that place where the 95% of you can be in support of the 5% of what you want. So, you know, studies have shown that we're at this place where we live 95% of our lives in the autopilot yes. and, and, and in our comfort zone. And so there's 5% where we're consciously thinking and the 5% is sort of like me, that 5% said, okay, we want to be different. We want to lose the weight of the past. We want to, you know, actually transform our lives. And yet the 95% was not in support of that. And so there's a way that I had to shift my beliefs in order for them to be supportive of what I wanted. Mm -hmm. You had to have the internal support to create the external change. Yes, 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 definitely. Um, it, It is what I was hearing when you were saying that was just that, again, um, an external, an external effort to create an internal change. And I like to use this phrase. It's like, you want to stretch, you, you want, you, you have to have a believing for like, like the faith of a mustard seed. Mm-hmm. And that's a place to begin. Yes. And it's okay. But if you don't have any belief around it, then it just falls. It's like the seed falling on that, on that, on a rock. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Like nothing's going to happen there. Yes, yes, definitely. It's it's like the the petrified wood or the petrified forest. And, you know, it's like, it's so beautiful. It's glassed over. It's, you know, it's got all the colors and everything involved with it. But there's no, um, the good soil is so deep beneath it that you can't penetrate that, you know, so doesn't see, you know, doesn't take root. It, yeah. it doesn't, you know, so there's this whole process of, um that I share with people and, and, you know, work with them in helping them to address, you know, those areas in their lives where, you know, the seed is, is not taking root. It's not, it's not growing. It's, it's not falling into good ground, (laughs) so to speak, you know, so that way you need that good ground. So that way you can actually, you know, plant the seed and then be able to see that manifestation of the physical um, are the outward expression of that seed. And you mentioned actually that you do, a, you, you have this one page success. It's kind of See, like an introduction thing for you, right? Yes. Well, it's, it's a part of my modules. So okay. what I have people do is um, we create a plan. It's the secret success strategy plan. And so this plan tells you about what you want, Um, and how you want to see it in your life and how you want it to, you know, show up and and the way you want to live and all of those type things. Um, What you want to be able to achieve, it sets all your goals and everything. Mm -hmm. So, so that's the, that's the plan. So you create this beautiful plan for yourself, but this is what I found when um, I was working with clients and creating this plan, they would, you know, I would interview them, they would tell me all that they wanted to achieve and everything. But then I would write this plan, because at the time I was writing the plan, now they write the plan. But, you know, so I would write the plan for them. And it would be I would present the plan. And they would be like, their response was like, Oh, my gosh, this is so beautiful. This is amazing. Yes. 
And then I would say, you know, a couple months into our sessions, I'd say, oh, um, how are you doing with the plan? And they would say, um, it's really nice and everything, but, and I was like, what was happening? So what I realized was that there was a disconnect between the plan and the person, the actual implementation of achieving that plan. So what I did was when I created my courses, I created it so we would still have the plan up front, all that you want, all that you can dream of that you would want. And then I have it supported on the back end with understanding and knowing and learning yourself. So that way you could actually be the person that you need to be to achieve what your dream is. <laughs> Yes. Again, internal work, external results. Yes. Yes. What is it that's getting in the way, right? Yes. Yes. So could you share um, that story of failure, that uh, that fear that you had um, on your journey and what you chose to learn from it? It had something to do with Facebook lives. Yes. <laughs> well, I, um, you know, I had... Um, I decided that I was going to be online um, and everything. And so I got a mentor, I had some other people I was talking to, and they all were saying the same thing. Oh, you need to do Facebook lives. And I was just like, please, no, I started to cry. <laughs> I was so upset. I was just like, I was so upset and hurt about the fact that now I have to do this Facebook live. And it was a fear that I wasn't, um, going to show up in the way that I wanted to show up or people wasn't going to get me or they wasn't going to receive me or they weren't going to understand me or something, you know, and I wanted to make sure that I was knowledgeable. So I was just like, no, I don't want to do Facebook lives. And then I got a coach <laughs> and uh, she's like, okay, so this is what we're going to do. We're going to throw you right in the deep waters, you know, for this whole week, you're going to do every day, you're going to do a Facebook live. I'm like, oh. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, but I did it because I'm a person who's like, whatever it is, we got to face our fears. We're going to push past. And so, you know, I'm like, I embrace the challenge and then I did it. Um, and so I did it for um, the whole week. I went live every day. Um, and then after that, I started making Facebook posts, but the still, you know, I was still wrestling with, you know, with that feeling of, you know, would I be accepted? I still wanted to be knowledgeable. So I would actually, um, put too much in my Facebook lives. I would research, I would do this, I would do that. You know, I would be like, you know, I wasn't just gonna show up and wing it. I would make sure, <laughs> you know, like all my steps and everything leading up from one step to the next step. And so that was how I did Facebook lives for a while. I think now um, I do it a little differently um, and I interject more of who I actually am into that, um, into that process. I'm able to tell stories and, you know, it's like not really care, like whether you like it, yes or no, <laughs> just be myself, be who I am and show up as my most authentic self and, and just be me. Beautiful. But that was a learning process. I, I had to, I had to face and <laughs> step into. Yeah. 
That's beautiful. Yeah. And you wanted to, you wanted to create a sense of control and a sense of safety. So yeah, all these things in place would help you get there. And now you, now you're relaxing more into, into yourself. Yes. That's amazing. So on that whole transformational coach and what it is, that is the next level of juicy, the next level of what you're up to in the next either one or three or five years. Is there something that you have held that you're holding a vision for that you'd like to share? Well, I think, you know, it's just, you know, really stepping more into um, visibility, stepping more into um you know, facing myself and in, in, in the mirror even more and, you know, pushing past fears and really stepping out um, and just really owning my own even more than I have before. Mm-hmm. I think, I think that's, that's like my ultimate, you know, really scaling my business and, you know, transforming more lives and all of those type things are, are, you know, the way that I'm looking to move myself forward. Right. So you are, you're working at scaling. So what do you, what do you see your business? Uh, what do you see in your business in five years from now? Well, ultimately, I would like for my business to be and, and I was talking to a friend the other day, and she started saying, you know, I could see you being this person where you um, you're taking co- um, questions from the audience. And I was like, <gasps> Oh my gosh, how did she know that that's what I want, you know, um, and, and everything. And so that was just such a confirmation that that would be, you know, something that I would look very much forward to is to be able to be in that space where I would take questions from the audience. Yeah. And just kind of be, you know, be that person that really shares wisdom and really practical wisdom with people I hear to you. help them move their lives. Yeah, I love it. Love it. Love it. That's fabulous. And could you share one personal habit or perspective even that you do or remind yourself of every day to move yourself forward? Well, every day, I think um, one of the things that I do is I go for walks and I, I recognize myself in when I hit like a wall um, of especially of overwhelm. And I need to take that step back and process and really tap into what I'm feeling, um, what's going on internally right now that needs to be addressed. So I no longer ignore that or suppress that. Wow. I, I walk it out. I process it. I take long walks in the woods. I talk out loud. <laughs> that was, that was one of the things I talk to myself. I talk to God. I talk out loud. And so what I do is I put on my headphones. So it looks like I'm on the phone because <laughs> now we can do that. So it looks like you're on the phone and I have this whole conversation and I talk in first person, second person, third person <laughs> and really share my perspective. And when I get out of that, you know, I have more clarity, more um, direction and there's a sense of calm and peace and you know I'm almost like rejuvenated and I'm able to continue on that's the first time I've ever heard anybody say that I I I absolutely love that so you're asking you're asking the question what do I need to address what do I need to look at in my life right now 
so that I can move forward from where it is that I am. Yeah. Wow. And you're saying that out loud and in your walks in the forest. I love that. That's something (laughs) that I would do. (laughs) Yeah. Something I'm going to actually adopt. Yes. yes. You know, but yeah, that's, that's that's my whole process. Yeah. I mean, I really look, you know, I'm, I'm just so awakened and conscious about myself and and my feelings, my emotions, and really nurturing and caring for myself um, in a way that, that allows me to express. And so, and that's, that's another piece of it is to be willing to express whatever emotions you're feeling, not suppressing it, you know, um, like how you'd be like, okay, it's wrong to have that kind of thoughts or, or it's, you shouldn't have this, you know, kind of thinking, you know, you should be this way. I was like, no, we just allow ourselves to express. And then we find that place of clarity. And then we take the steps forward. So you're doing that on your walks where you're actually yes, expressing yes. whatever emotion is, it's coming up. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Sometimes I'm like crying. <laughs> Other times I'm like angry about, you know, whatever it is, or I'm feeling a frustration um, and I'm expressing all of that out loud, you know? And so it's good that no one else is <laughs> next to me in the woods, <laughs> you know? So, so this has been like such a really good time because there's not a lot of people outside in the woods. So I'm able to have this full on expression of who I am and really embracing myself, um, and processing, you know, where I'm at. (laughs) I just, I, I'm loving that. It's, it's so creative because we're, I mean, we all stay busy in our heads, but it's getting it out there. Yes. And saying it out loud because our subconscious doesn't have any defense against the sound of our own voice. So if we're giving our brain the correct homework and the correct questions. What an amazing tool. Yeah. Wow. That's fabulous. I'm going to start doing that. Awesome. (laughs) It is really freeing. I am telling you, it's just like, it's, it's, it's just like a wonderful thing. And part of my reason for even starting walking and I started walking like years ago, um, I started walking because I had so much emotion. And I had, I couldn't sit still. I was just like, I need to get out. I need to get out, (laughs) you know? So I would, um, one of the stories I have is that I would pass by this place called the Raceway Woods. And I would always drive past. And I said to myself, one day I'm going to go over there and go for a walk. And I would always just keep passing by. And I would say, one day I'm going to go over there and go for a walk. And people would say, oh, well, you probably shouldn't because you're a woman and it's, you know, you, you may, you know, run into things and, you know, people may be in the woods and everything. And I was like, no, one day I'm going to go over there and go for a walk. And finally I did. I went, started going for walks in the woods and I would walk in like sometimes the deepest part of the woods and sometimes I would stay on the trail. I'd walk in the winter time when it's 20 degrees outside or even less. I'd put on my snow clothes. I bought snow clothes. That was one of the things I did. And so they have a saying that black people don't like cold. (laughs) And then being from Jamaica, I really don't like cold. But I was like, I had to find a way to really fuel myself and to get myself clear so that way I can do what the the things that I want to be able to do and live the life that I want to be able to live so that was my process I committed to it I got the things that I would support me in doing it and I just did it yeah 
Amazing. Love it. Oh, I just, that's so awesome. So I want to thank you so much for, is, is there anything else that you, that's come to mind that you'd like to share before we wrap up? Uh, no, um, I'm, I'm good. Okay. <laughs> I mean, um, actually, I would love to ask you to do this um, in that that is, is I'm going to also put it in the description, but if you could let the listeners know how they could get in touch with you, what would be yeah. the best way for them to get in touch with you? Go ahead and let them know. Well, my website is sophiaspeakswisdom.com. And so that is a way for them to get in touch with me. And so I also have um, my Linktree link and, and everything like that as well that you'll, you'll probably post in the uh, description. But yeah, that's my website. You can go to it and, you know, check me out and, you know, pick up my complimentary offer, uh, which is a life assessment plan. Beautiful. And by the way, listeners, her name is spelled S-O-P-H-E-I-A. Yes, yes. <laughs> that's speaks, always something. Speakswisdom.com. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's something that I, I forgot. I, I, I have to do that because people normally put S-O-P-H-I-A um, or S-O-F-I-A. So there's a different, you know, a couple of different spellings. Can't find so, yeah. her anywhere. Yeah. Yes. So it's S-O-P-H-E-I-A. Beautiful. So thank you so much, Sophia, for joining us. You are doing an incredible job. I love what you are doing in your life and helping others. And I just want to acknowledge you so much for taking the time out and for joining us and the difference that you're going to make to the listeners' lives for sure. So thank you so much, everyone, for being here and for listening to this episode of Living Your Juiciest Life Ever with Sophia McMorris. You can find her on LinkedIn. And remember, that's S-O-P-H-E-I-A on LinkedIn and on Facebook and probably on Instagram, right? Ah, well, not so much of a presence on Instagram, but yes, I'm there. Okay. okay. <laughs> so thank you so much. And remember that you are a miracle. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you next week. Awesome. Thank you so much. <laughs>